This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Episode number 61. It is currently 1.30 in the morning. 1.25. 1.25 a.m. in the morning Chicago in... Time. No, in... Well, yeah, Chicago time. Here in Schaumburg. Uh, like, about a half hour north of Chicago. In a hotel room here at the the Hyatt House. So, that is where we are right now. We've seen all... We just saw all in a few hours ago. Um, I'm joined here by two guests. Both returning. Uh, hello, Taylor. Hi, I'm back again, twice in one week. Yeah, is that a record? Twice in one week? I think so. I know someone might someone might have done that that one week. I do. Well, don't worry, it doesn't matter. Someone might have done it, but you are tying the all-time appearance record. You and Jesse are now tied with seven seven defenses each. You have to meet in a, <laughs> a match to try to break the record. Um, but yeah, so Taylor's here, and Quinlan, you're making your second appearance. Yeah, I'm here. He's he's my longtime friend, my usual wrestling travel companion. Um, You were here last time for the Ring of Honor, Uh, Honor Honor Rising, whatever. Earlier this year, but also had a terrible Flip Gordon match, just like this show did. Yeah. Um, But yes, that was a strong word. No, it's pretty. It's an (laughs) apt word. Um, But we just got finished watching All In. Um, Quentin and I were third row ringside. Right next to Brock Lesnar fan, as we found out. I didn't even recognize the guy. Which one Someone was he? Me, I, he was, like, next to you. Next to on my right? Yeah, I think so. That guy never spoke the single time the whole show. He never even made noise. Wait, wait was he on my left? I don't know. I don't know. He wears, a, he wears like, Affliction t-shirts. Uh, that's all I really know about him. Is he a white man? I yes, he's okay. white. Yes. So he's Skinny, on, glasses? No. I don't think it was Mike, the guy on okay. my left. Well, the guy on my left was a, a black man, so it wasn't him. Uh, I don't know who, <laughs> I just where don't, this person was, though. He, someone said he was like who he very is. close to us. A Brock Lesnar guy? Um, I don't know what but yes, so we have Brock Lesnar fan we have another guest close by. And yes, Dar- Quinn was talking about Daryl, which the people at home can't see, so it doesn't really help them to okay. know that I have, I have Harungu's cat here. Um, but yes, so... And then we had John Mayer, two, two rows ahead two of us. Two rows ahead of us. I remember, like, people randomly started singing John Mayer songs around yeah. us, and I was like, why are we singing John Mayer songs? <laughs> Until some guy just sitting in front of us said, oh, he's right there. And I was like, oh, okay. And, like, the the first time that the people started really noticing was when, uh, it was Paul Turner's fault. 
he came over to like get a selfie with him. Oh, okay. And then everybody was like, oh, it's John May. Like, people figured out how to be someone famous, and then they, someone, I guess, recognized him. Justin Roberts wanted a selfie. <laughs> and, and, uh, pretty much everybody and did. And what's his name? Uh, Bobby, Bobby Cruz. Cruz and, and, yeah. um, and Austin Gunn shook his hand. People kept yelling, like, um, you know, your body... Or, or he's gonna make your body a wonderland and all this fit, and yeah, it was uh, it was funny, but yeah, so we had really good seats. Taylor, you had good seats too. I had good seats. I was in the lower bowl in the. T- I started in the twelfth row, um, but actually in the middle of the show, the ceiling started leaking <laughs> directly onto me, and there was an empty seat in the row in front of me, and I asked the guy sitting next to that seat if it was open. He said yes, so I sat there. For the second half of the show, that was the 11th row. Um, but they were good seats. I was a little bit off to the side, but the venue was, I would say, fairly small. Yeah, it's so a 10,000 seat venue. So I think awesome. every seat in the house was pretty good. Yeah. But what do you think of the overall feel of the venue? I thought it looked pretty cool, the stage set up. Oh, you mean how they yeah. set it up? Yeah. yeah, I think it was cool. Um, it looked big time when you got in there. Oh, yeah. It looked big time. The one thing for me is the stairs up to the stage always kind of throw me. Oh, yeah. That's kind of strange, but I think it was mostly a... From had Matt, to work with the oh. venue. I thought it was because Matt Jackson wanted to do a dive, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was nice. It looked... Expensive. You know, Big yeah, time. it looked expensive, so it looked it looked good, like a raw set or something. Yeah, yeah. it looked it looked sort of like a raw set, but um, it didn't look like you were at a rinky dink show. That's for sure. No, definitely not. So, um, and just like the feel of being there in like a ten thousand seat venue for a non WWE show, it's pretty, and, and not in Japan because we've been in like ten thousand seat venues for non WWE, but you know, on the other side of the world. Right. So, but yeah. boxes where you sit on the floor. It's different. <laughs> but yeah, this was, this was very different. It, was, it gave me, it did make me really feel like, wow, MSG is going to be crazy because it's like that plus another 5,000. Right. So yeah, that'll be cool next year. But the show itself, um, so this one, this probably won't be a long one because it's, you know, 1.30 a.m. and we all have flights tomorrow. So we'll try to keep our thoughts brief. But overall, I thought the show was pretty damn good. Um, it didn't have any blow-away wrestling matches. Like, it never hit anything above, I guess I would say, like, four and a quarter for the main event, maybe. Um, but I didn't really expect it to going in. So, And just the fact that it had so many matches that I would call good, or at least fun to be there for, it was definitely above my expectations for the card, which, you know, if you heard last week's show, I wasn't that into the card at all. But a couple of things I was a little down on, over-delivered, the stuff that I thought would deliver, delivered. Um, the stuff I thought would be really bad mostly was really bad. But it ended up being a really fun experience. I didn't regret going at all. And AAW threw the show. Like, I'm convinced AAW was paid off to have a shitty show last night to set the table for All In to look way better by comparison. Because you also went to AAW on Friday, which we don't have time to talk about, really. They just paid Sammy Callahan <laughs> to do that. Obviously. But it was but, a fucking terrible show, especially the second half. Well, the second half was <laughs> the, what really... The first half of the show was pretty good. The second half was awful. The, fir- the first half with a better second half would have been good, but because of the second half... I mean, the first half is only supposed to set the show up. Yeah. And it did. It set it up really well, and then the second half... <laughs> so, let's talk about All In, though. Um, I don't know how much we have to go into detail on the pre-show matches, 
The opening tag was uh, better yeah. than I expected it to be. I it thought was it was fun. good. The crowd was very into it. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the crowd had a. The crowd had like a. That feeling of like we are so happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. We don't give a shit what happens. We are gonna be excited. They did die at some points during the show because it's a, you know it's a fucking six hour show. Yeah. yeah, it was like a five hour show or whatever with the pre show, but you know they just like. The crowd was just so into that match, it made the match more enjoyable. Okay. And the Briscoes didn't look as bad as I've seen them this year, honestly. Yeah. It's a pre-show match. I mean, the first match on the pre-show, so... I mean, I wasn't expecting a barn burner, and it was fine, and the crowd was into it, so I was happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, you know... It was a basic tag Basic match. opening but, tag but match. But to me, the, what really put over the top, too, was Kazarian, especially, and I guess Scorpio Sky, too, but I really noticed for Kaz. Kaz looked like he was having the time of his goddamn life. Like, from the third row, like, he at one point came over to us and just, like, like to our section of the crowd and just was like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, he was just, like, marking out, basically. So that made it kind of cool. But, yeah, um, so that was that opening tag. And then the Battle Royal. <laughs> now, tell your story about the Battle Royal, because it was funny. The one about reading the tweets? No, wasn't I thought, weren't you the one who said... It could have been somebody else. Like, the other people around you said it was, like, the best battle royale of all time? Oh, no, I was reading my Twitter. Oh, and okay. I, so, I was watching it, and I was not a fan of it. I think I was not a fan of it, though, mainly because I was petrified that Bully Ray would win, and I would have to watch a Jay Lethal Bully Ray <laughs> Ring of Honor title match. Yeah. Um, but I got on Twitter, and people were saying, oh, it's the best battle royale... I've ever seen or that's ever been produced and I'm like if that is the best that battle royals can produce we should stop having battle royals because I really everyone I liked I feel like got out it was like you could have ordered the people I like to dislike in the order that they got out it's like you like I like them they got out near the first once Daniels and Kazarian and um you mean Trent and Daniels Trent and Chucky T once Trent and Chucky T and Rocky were all gone once Rocky was gone I was pretty pissed yeah it was like you turned them in and was like all of a sudden, now we're old guys and a girl. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Jordan and I, Grace. And who was who was it? The girl? I mean, she was Jordan, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. Yeah, but Jordan Grace. besides her, it was a bunch of old men and a, a child or whatever that <laughs> Marco <laughs> stunned. Who like you kept thinking was eliminated. I was like, no, nah, I think he's still in. But I was waiting for him to go one on one with Cheeseburger, but it never happened. Yeah, it never happened. We never got the the, the yeah. smaller fellow showdown. And then, towards the end, I'm like, well, I guess I'm rooting for Cole Cabana, and then he's gone. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. And then I forgot that. That Chico. was Chico, who Chico. I was confused when he came out, and then Rocky was also in, but... but I think know. that's El Hijo. Oh, or, El Hijo. oh okay. Yeah, okay. Del Chico. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, Rocky and <laughs> Rocky yeah. was eliminated, but towards the end, obviously, yes. We uh, all knew, okay, so yeah, it's flip, flip and but he won. He we, should have unmasked after. Sorry, because this thing likes... But yeah, so the Battle Royale, it was fine. It wasn't very good, especially the second half of it. And, you know, I didn't... When Flip won, it was like, you know, I think everybody kind of expected something like that. But obviously I was not pleased. Not a big Flip Gordon fan here. Not breaking news to anybody. But, um... I mean, the fans there loved it, but it was a very obvious pay... I mean, look, they the paid... The guy in front of us said that... The guy, the guy in front of us could go fuck himself. If Flip doesn't... You know, get booked, we riot or something. There was this guy in front of us okay. who was like six. Very proud of his. Who was like my height, like six feet or more, and also had giant signs from the second row, 
and like kept standing up. Love to stand up. up even though everyone else was sitting. Oh, some thunder. I don't know if you can hear that. On, on Love to record everything with his yeah, phone was, instead of actually like fucking I watching like, the show you, with his own eyes. I was like, you're fucking jerk off. Blocking the seat, the view of everybody behind you. I'm but. sure it's one of your top listeners. <laughs> just lost it. Um, well, I mean, how the fuck would he know I'm talking about? No, I, I, I think I he's going to. But yeah, um, the Battle Royal, though, is we're losing track of what we're talking about. It sucked. I don't yeah. know why the fuck we're Battle still talking Royal about sucked. it. Show All Battle Royals suck. Um, the real show started. What I did they come? They came out right. Oh, they, they came out before the show. They came out before the show. Came out. Yeah, they introduced animal the motorcycle. I, I that did, was pretty cool. Did any of that make? T- I assume that was on the zero hour, right? No, because they said, oh, oh we're in commercial or whatever. Oh, they said, so okay. we can do this <laughs> thing now, and we have ninety seconds or whatever. Okay. So yeah, they came out and like warmed up the crowd with like Road Warrior animal on a motorcycle and stuff. Um, so the real show main opener was Daniel's Stephen. No, no, no. Right? no it, was, it was Matt Cross and uh, oh, MJF, oh, which yeah, fucking sucked. That match happened. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't. I I know MJF is like a hot property right now. Mm. He needs to learn how to wrestle. <laughs> like, yeah, he's not very good in I the ring. Is the issue. He has great charisma. He had a crappy match at AEW too. He but. he has great um, presence and all that. He just is like fucking dry as dirt to watch do wrestling matches and. I don't know. This is the first of many matches that I thought went I guess too long. He watches Miz matches. He's like the Miz, but not as good. Yeah, but like he needs to learn how to like. I don't know. He just he's not. Well, how long has he been around? Only like two years. Oh, so okay. Like he the what makes the Miz good? Something like him is like he's always in like such great positions to take shit. Yeah. And his matches always end up being like really fast paced, even though he like the Miz himself does not kick ass, but he he's great at getting his ass kicked. Yeah. I don't get that vibe at MJF at all. Like, he just is, his control periods are really boring, and, like, the comebacks against him didn't seem that exciting either. But, you know, it's also M-Dog 20. Like, it's not like this some great fucking worker. Um, but, yeah, this, this pretty much sucked. I don't know why it was there. I wish it wasn't. That was weird. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on this one, Taylor? No? No, it was <laughs> average. Uh, Save time to cut that match. The next match was Christopher Daniels against Steven... Amel. Stephen Amel. Amel, okay. Star of the CW's era. I thought this fucking sucked. Uh, I thought it was it was, thought it was fine. It was. Yeah. I mean, I thought he did mostly okay, but that, that clothesline... There were two that, clotheslines. That, 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 those were pretty bad. Yeah, you could not throw... The, if you can't throw a clothesline, buddy, just don't throw a clothesline. Yeah. You jumped through the table, that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, this is... this. I think his only other... Well, he was in a tag match in Ring of Honor show, and he wrestled at SummerSlam once, but this was his first singles match. What it it comes down to is you can hide a guy a lot better in a tag than you can in a single. So, I think he should stick to tags. Um, What was match three, Taylor? You're the official card. Match three was... Tessa Blanchard oh, okay. uh, yeah, feeds yeah. Rick Baker really. and Chelsea Green and Madison Rain. Yeah, from what I saw, I thought this was really good. I thought it was a really good match. Yeah, it was a cra- it was like the crazy spot fest, basically. Really, the only one except until the main event, and like they just were doing a lot of like spots with each other. I, I yeah. enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Seemed it. to me they were botching stuff. I didn't think they were botching that much. 
Uh, Maybe like one. Someone time. like almost died. I remember it looked like or something like the whole. Like, yeah, um, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green hit, hit the unprettier. Okay, it, yeah. Yeah, but I don't. Was that a botch or did he just hit that fucking move like a? Because he did it both times and she looks like she's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, I thought but it was pretty minor. I thought they were just. I mean, I thought they went out there and they were they were like, well, we're gonna make sure this fucking match gets over and we're gonna kill ourselves if, if need be. Yeah, because they took to they took a lot of moves like right on the faces. Yeah. They took like they were hitting each other really hard. It was like a Joshi match or something, like you know. I mean, yeah. Joshi doesn't have four ways, so I guess not really. But like they just went out there and they were like, "We're gonna kill each other to get over," and they they got over. So yeah, Tessa think, looked really good as someone I've seen her I really like a couple Chelsea. times. I really like Chelsea Green. Yeah, that she stood out the most to me. I haven't seen her that often. I thought she was fucking awesome. Well, and she has the probably the the most uh, the strongest character with the Laurel Van Ness. Like split personality. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Um, so she, you know, I think it's easiest for her to go out and like be the character as opposed to the others who are just kind of like we're wrestlers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought Chelsea Green was awesome. So two thumbs up for her. Um, up next. Up next is Taylor's the Card Man. Cody <laughs> with Brandy Rhodes and Nightmare Family. Nick Aldis. Do you know who the fuck was in the Nightmare Family? I could not... The Nightmare Family was DDP. I knew him. I knew him. Um, I would have to look at them again, <laughs> because I did recognize them, but okay. now I'm There were two guys I didn't recognize. Yeah. Um, I recognized DDP, and there was another guy I recognized. There was two uh, other... I don't remember. I would have to look at a picture I now. I remember DDP because he came out with Yeah. But, um, I don't remember the fuck was the nightmare family. Um, the dog. What was with the dog? What's the dog? That's his dog. If you watch Being the Elite. Oh, it's a, that's what I figured. Yeah. Why, why did the... Because it was a nightmare family. Because it's okay. a nightmare family. All right. I kind of felt <laughs> bad for the thing. It was probably scared to death. But yeah, it, it, looked pretty, it looked pretty scared. Let's be, let's be completely fair. The I live thought the match was great. But. Oh, okay. The live crowd loved it. The live crowd was going bonkers. Bonkers. And that's why I think part of the reason I loved it, they, the crowd loved it so much, and I just like <laughs> it was got not, caught up in it. It was not good. It I was mean, like, I predicted before the match started, I guess this might end up being like Rock Hogan, where the crowd loves it so much that I'm like, I can't, like, I don't know, I get caught up in it. And... <laughs> Rock Hogan sucks. Well, well I'm, not, I'm just saying that's why people say that match <laughs> is good. I know, but... Um, so, I don't know if that up for the record. But yeah, um... The, the match was not good. Like, it wasn't awful. It wasn't, like... I thought it was worst. telling a good okay, story. Okay, do, do you want me to give a hot take? Can I give a hot take? You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. <laughs> it was better than Kenny Cody. <laughs> it was better than Kenny okay, Cody. Right. Sure. Kenny Cody was a... Which one? one? The, the second one. It might have, been the first than, one. might have been better than the first second one. The second one I really liked. Kenny so. Cody was a one-star special. This was, like, a two and a quarter. Uh-huh. I give it a solid two and a quarter. They were there was a blade job. I always love a good blade job. Um, I don't know the, the finishing stretch was dramatic. It was okay, and I like the finish. I like a good roll up finish. I really also enjoyed the match, yeah. and I thought it was probably the second best match on the card, even though mm-hmm. the match itself mm-hmm. was not very good, because it was a big moment. People went nuts for the finish. Look, I had fun. I'm lost just, their everyone, minds. Everyone lost their minds. It was like, yeah. I loved the minute they did the walk, the ring walk entrances. I was oh, like, that was great. This yeah. is going to be the best because I love 
the whole presentation promotions awesome. should do more ring walk entrances <laughs> yeah because you know who did a ring walk entrance and got really over Goldberg Goldberg, Goldberg, Goldberg yeah. the best ring walk entrance is Goldberg at Wrestle 1 the Tokyo Dome where like <laughs> the entire the entire show is will he or won't he show up so they show him arriving at the airport and they show him arriving like at the amusement park across the street in the Tokyo Dome and they show him the Tokyo Dome in the backstage area it's, it's just awesome it's like the longest ring walk of all time um but yeah, so give me a star rating, Taylor. Come on. Give me stars. Well, I said last time I don't really rank anything under three and three fours. <laughs> You're yeah. telling just the match itself? Yeah, just the match itself. Like two stars probably? Okay, well, they, we're on the same fucking page then. I know we are, but I'm saying okay. it was a great match beyond the it was it was a fun match. Itself. It was a fun environment to be in. I'm happy I was You got to see DDP there. give a diamond that cutter. Was, that was awesome. The diamond cutter was like to one Sean of the Davari. One of the highlights of the night. We got to see Jeff Jarrett in the flesh. That's true. I mean, it was a fun time. And Tim Storm. There are a lot of other worst matches on the show. Um, but they, yeah, the diamond cutter was awesome. I love the like DDP running. Here's okay. I said I'm gonna gonna say this in general, but the thing that All In should, if WWE watches All In and they learn anything, it should be give people a fucking finish. At the end of your fucking match, oh, yeah. if you want to do yes. if you want to do other bullshit in the middle, that's fine. If you want to do Davari runs, they check on him and DDP runs in and gives Davari a diamond cutter, that's fine. But at the end of the match, what did they give them? They gave him a clean like roll up finish. You don't have like just I don't know. No, like, you if, always if, have to have. <laughs> if you if you just book a fucking wrestling card with like winners and losers, even if you want to do all your other bullshit. You end up with a much more fun card, mm-hmm. and people will react better. That's my my big takeaway from this, is they are so far up their ass with the fuck finishes and shit. Like just seeing a big ten thousand seat American wrestling show where like all the pretty much all the finishes were clean. Was where just like, no wow. wrestlers lost because they got freaked out that <laughs> someone dressed up as them, or <laughs> so they had to or, stare for like ten hours. And this just like you know was the, the biggest fear come to life apparently that they couldn't overcome or walk um, into a, a cage or. It's or been such a great. Stupid it's shit. been such a great year for. I mean, look, no, WWE terrible finishes are like an art form at this point, and no. they're hilarious. But if they really want to have like good wrestling shows again, they should like if they're gonna copy anything from all in, it should be like. You can do your bullshit, but just do the do a clean finish. Clean finish here helped tremendously. Yeah. How much worse would this have been if it was DDP diamond cutting, uh, all this and like Cody like putting draping an arm over him? <coughs> yeah, it would have been so stupid. That would have been, been bad. But instead of just and there's another one coming up where they kept the bullshit until after. Um, okay, so what do we got Speaking next? Speaking of coming up, Chicago Street Fight. Oh, Adam Page defeats about. Joey Janela with. Penelope Ford. This was a this was really good. I, I thought, thought this was a lot of fun. I yeah. thought this was going to be really good going in, as long as they kept like the bullshit to a minimum, which they did. All, like pretty much all the well, bullshit. they didn't, but it was after the yeah. match. Like all the bullshit. They they gave us a great like ex- a great street fight, and then they put they put all the crazy you know you know being the elite stuff after the match was over. So the match itself, I mean, I would go like four stars on it. I thought yeah. it was really I thought it was a really really good match. 
Um, Although I got scared to death at the at the finish, that I closed my eyes and it wasn't really brutal. Like that, uh, and then I saw the replay that they like turned, and I was like, okay. He did turn his head, yeah. Oh my god, I thought I'm gonna watch a man die. (laughs) That's how this first all in will go. Um, He's gonna die, and I'm gonna have to hear all the Twitter. (laughs) WWE protects their people. (laughs) But luckily, how many how many people are on their injured list right now? Right, isn't it like sixteen or something? Like everybody. Oh, and if you get injured in WWE, you're never seen again because Jason <laughs> Jordan's been ready for like five months. I think. Really? I don't think he'll ever be back. But whatever. Just, don't get hurt, or else you know you just you, you, All right. you don't suck. Tra- I guess. But, uh, don't anyway. even bashing. I already did enough of that. But yeah, the match itself here, like um, Adam Page is awesome. Like I think this is yeah. time to be like. There's, yeah. there's no longer any like between the G1 where he had a pretty good. G1. Pretty good run the G one and really good matches. a really a really good match here. I think he's just like he just rolls now. And I've been saying that. Well, I've been saying Adam Page has been good all year long too. Okay. Um, I'm saying it for more than a year. Okay, I'm happy for you. And then the Jay Briscoe match, the Jay, the Jay Briscoe match they had on Ring of Honor pay per view like I think last year. Yeah, that was like a street fight that was really good too. So I had high outs going into this and it was pretty much met. Um, Hangman's really pretty good. good. Yeah. There was that power bomb off the. Um, entrance ramp. Yeah. Where oh Janelle God. Didn't yeah. quite get, didn't to get the both tables. tables. Yeah. yeah. Oof, that was tough stuff. And Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford's great. She, oh yeah, my she God. Really I see her in Shine every time they come to New York, and she's when really he tried great. to go after her, and she kept like flipping out. Yeah. Know, she great. like she did a fucking Canadian destroyer on him, which like that like the crowd went nuts for Penelope Ford. I mean. Why wouldn't you? She was awesome. Yeah. I can't believe we saw two Canadian destroyers this weekend, and neither of them were from Pentagon. <laughs> that is really funny. But yeah, um, Penelope Ford like went nuts to try to save her man. Um, how did Paige finally put her down? I remember. Did he give her? He gave her something. Did he give her a super kick? It might have been a super kick. Yeah. But yeah, she was like going nuts for a little while there. And then the crazy finish that Conan was talking about before, where he gave him the rite of passage off a ladder through a table. And I was like, you could see on the replay that he just kind of like moves his head, doesn't go straight down, which is probably a good idea because that looked so bad at first when we're watching it in real time. But yeah. Um, and then the penises came out. And the penises came out. All the stuff with Joey Ryan. Rest in penis. Rest in know. penis chant, which is, that's going to be a t shirt like tomorrow. Oh, actually, I, another great chant was when he didn't like lock the ladder completely for a few minutes. Mm. And, people kept, and then they, when he did, they chanted safety first. Yeah, that, that was that a was great, great chant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all the penises came out and like <laughs> carried, carried mm-hmm. uh, Hangman away. away after Joey, or Joey uh, Ryan came back out and. You know, did the dick flip? Look, I'm God bless the way they booked this because the the match we got was a lot better than Hangman Page was Joey Ryan was gonna be. You know, just fucking dick spots for like yes, twenty minutes. Correct. They just did one dick flip like this instead of like making us sit through twenty minutes of it. So, because nothing on this show went under twenty except the fucking main event. Uh, all right, so what was up next was the... Up next is... Ooh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jay Lethal with Lanny, Lanny Poffo defeats Flip Gordon with the Great. troop, Brandy <laughs> Rhodes. I was happy to see her twice, but... Uh, this, this match, match fucking was... sucked. Uh, yeah, this was the worst match on the fucking so show. So is the continuity that if you tap... Jay Lethal on the shoulder, he transforms. Yeah, <laughs> after being the elite, yeah, they've been doing that for months. 
But just tapping, that seems like, like such a simple... It like more of a tap, it's like more of a grab. A, a firm grab. Yeah, like a firm oh. grab. Uh, Sorry, really. I've, I've only selectively watched <laughs> being the elite and I haven't kept up with the black machismo storyline. It's uh, it's pretty stupid, but... But he was black machismo for the map. Oh god, this match was so fucking bad. Like, look, mm. if you're gonna do this, just make it a fucking five-minute comedy match and have him beat him with the elbow. They try to do basically, okay, here's Jay Lethal being funny, but now we're going to have an 18-minute long fucking world title match. It just did not work. Now, I have a question. What's up? And I think I'll know the answer. Would you have liked it less, or would you have liked it more if Flip Gordon won? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I would have given a shit. You would have liked it the same? I don't give a shit or, about going on a world title. I'm just saying, because my thought was, oh, maybe Flip Gordon wins, and the story is that Jay Lethal was fucking um, around with this black machismo mm, thing, and, cost and, and it cost yeah. him the title, which I think would have been an interesting story, but obviously that's no. not what they did. Well, they had, because they had him, like, turn him back in the middle of the match, which is really stupid, yeah. and then... Um, you know, then turned him back again for the end, but then he just did legal injection anyway. Like, Randy Savage is not in legal injection. Yeah, I don't remember him ever doing that. But But they never turned him back again. Maybe I missed it. It was, uh... Yeah, that was really... This was really, really bad. Like, I cannot stress enough. Like, this was almost negative stars territory to me. Like, just... It was awful. I mean, it was pretty boring, but... Yeah. It was just a match. I also, at this point, I was slightly distracted because... Because as I mentioned before, I was being leaked on by the ceiling, and this is the part where I was getting leaked on the most, and <laughs> really stressing about deciding about how I could move away from the situation. So I was slightly distracted. My favorite part of the match was probably when they did the Miss Elizabeth yes, that was tribute the best thing. segment, that was which was like in the first like two minutes of the match. <laughs> um, it felt awkward yes. them doing the Hulk Hogan. Okay, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that too. I would, I would not give I mean, that. Okay with I that. would not give that spot to a flat Earth, possibly right wing, fucking troop. We don't know. Well, that. we don't know if he's right. He seems pretty right wing. Well, to be honest, I wouldn't give that spot to anyone at this Again, point, especially against a black man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I know what they were thinking because he's black machismo. So uh, I mean. I knew he wasn't going to win with it or anything, so, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> someone, I just saw a tweet, like, um, oh, I think it was uh, Alexandra at Noah's Savior, because someone asked, like, who are you going to call when uh, Flip Gordon starts acting like this at the GIF, and she, she was just like, the NAACP. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was really terrible. I don't know. I'm trying to remember anything from it. Um, I, mean, I just, I just remember the one thing I remember from Yeah, him. I remember Poffo got back on and he did. Yeah. yeah, and he got beat up right away. And, you know. Oh, and then Bully Ray came out at the end. Bully I remember Ray. that. Oh, okay. If, oh. <laughs> look, God. you're booking. They they mostly booked this show really well. Okay. People get as fat they up. mostly booked this show really well for what they were trying to do. The crowd loved everything. It really worked really well as an alternative. Why the fuck? Are you booking the alternative indie wrestling show of 2018 with bully Ray, three Bully Ray segments on it? Yeah. Why? Who on earth wants to see that? Well, what, the, for the last one, only what he did was really get put through a table. So I mean, like, I mean, it, but it just I mean, still took up. They knew the crowd wanted one to see, but, but it took up so much fucking time. Yeah, I and mean, they—it turns out time they needed. Yeah. I didn't know they were on like a. 
a time fixed limit, strict. a fixed time that they were gonna if you, they were gonna oh, cut yeah, them off. Yeah, because they're on regular pay per view. So what do yeah. you yeah. do? So so oh it, yeah so. Um, I have a, I'll shorten my larger point about this, but I and I noticed it at AAW last night as well. There is a kind of especially this show was very kind of anti, you know. It was like, we're on our own, we're yeah. doing our own thing, wrestling is different than what you think it's been for X number of years, and, you know, is an independent promotion that's doing their own thing. There's a lot of, not even with, like, someone like Bully Ray, who's like, this person was in ECW 20 years ago, yeah. but, like, just the general feel of... This show and the AAW show, especially, I thought of it, is very, like, even when people say, well, WWE, we don't need you, the feel of so much stuff in wrestling is WWE. Yeah. Like, so many of those AAW matches last night, you know, Jimmy Jacobs comes out during the main event, I'm like, why is Jimmy Jacobs here? Yeah. Because the thought is, oh, well, the, you know... The baby face can't lose clean unless there's a weird <laughs> distraction. I'm like, well, why is that? Yeah. Well, he'll never be able to recover if he loses, you know. And it's like stuff like this, like, oh, we got to get Bully Ray back out there. Bully Ray, and we got to do the, t- we got to have a spot with a table with Bully Ray. It's like, no, you, you, you don't, don't have to. Also, the, the triple team powerbomb just made everybody boo at first because they were like, ah, the shield, Robin Ray, <laughs> which is really funny. But then they, then they went back to cheering when they realized it was Bully Ray getting flipped through a table. But yeah, so Bully Ray, like, he had beat the shit out of him with a chain or something. I guess because he was mad if Flip took his spot because he, he would have won the Battle Royale if Flip didn't come up from behind. But yeah, didn't need me some more Bully Ray. Um, up next was what the... Up next was Kenny Omega defeats... Well, now Cage Match says Kenny Omega defeats Penta L0M, but he was he was um, called Penta L0 on this show, which I found very weird to call a man Penta the Zero. Penta the Zero. Seems like a, a, something almost like if you were in a storyline and feuding, you would say, you're not Penta L0M, you're Penta L0. <laughs> He's just Penta the Zero. Um, okay, so so this match, it once it got going, it was really good. It just never hit that like, um, like match of the year type of level to me that I think a lot of people were and expecting maybe, going in. Okay. Maybe because it yeah, wasn't for anything, it wasn't for any, and he didn't yeah. even have his title. With no, him, which I, I don't. That was weird. I think he just leaves it in Japan. Yeah, yeah that I think he doesn't want to take it back and forth because I mean he spent so much time there. Well, I. And I think we talked about this earlier this week about how I feel about Pentagon, but I felt it was a Pentagon match yeah. where you watch it and you just say, "Oh, that was pretty good," but it never really got great. See, I was I would go a little higher because I went four flat. So right to but me, four it did, flat, but I'm great. talking like <laughs> it never got like talking about blow away. Look, yeah. I know that you, I know that you don't like Kenny Omega, <laughs> but to me. If, there, if there's going to be a big Kenny Omega singles match, like, like the ceiling is five stars. Yes, yeah. I see. I saw him have so many shitty matches in the G1 this year that like this was better than that fucking Saber match, the Juice match, match, the Sonata match. Go fuck yourself. All his matches sucked. I mean, once people don't like Kenny as much anymore. <laughs> Shut but up, to me, the to me the like Pentagon, it's like okay. The floor is probably like three and a half, and the ceiling is four. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I just think I, I, I don't know. To me, sometimes Kenny 
Like, Kenny is not good at, like, um, even I think people who like him a lot might admit this if they're not total homers. He's not really good at, like, adjusting his match style to somebody else. Like, he's not good at, like, structuring a match around the other person. Well, and it's funny because I think neither... Neither is Penny. Neither is Penny. Which is probably why. But, like, if Kenny's going to have... Like, like, you know, I've I've given, like, some really good star ratings to Kenny this year, which with guys that he... You know, that can keep up with his pace, basically. Like, the two big singles matches for me this year with him are the Ishii and the Naito ones in the G1. And those are both two guys that are, you know, they, they have no problem going a million miles an hour. Right. So, like... That's the kind of match you have to have with Kenny to really like have a blowaway match, where I think once you slow it down like you did here, it just he struggles in that kind of environment. But you know, early on it was not very good. The final like I don't know, like five to ten minutes were really good, and that probably got it up to four for me. But yeah, I don't know anyone expecting like I don't think anyone who got like a match of the year tight little match if they were expecting that. So. I mean, maybe maybe there's some homers out there just like yeah, fine. Well, I'm sure there will be, but, but uh, I don't. The the like the the cradle power drivers are cool. There was like what one on the apron. Kenny did one. Um, yeah, the package pile driver. Package, pa- package pile driver. Was pretty wild. Yeah, and then there was one near fall where they like the crowd actually seemed to think Pentagon was gonna win, which yeah. obviously he had no chance to. But like he did a package pile driver on Kenny, like um, you know on the like in the, in the center of the ring and like it just it kind of felt like it was going to be the finish for a second but obviously Kenny was not losing so um and then the post match was pretty cool alright do you have any other thoughts on the actual no. match no okay so the post match was the post match pretty cool because here's what happened so lights go out you were freaking out John it was really cool at first but then he said something at oh, the very oh, end okay well alright okay we'll, we'll, let me get to it, it. So he, the lights go out, um, you know, it's... And I'm the, hoping my, my man Ishii's coming out to, to lay him out, you know, he's going to make a run in. And I see a figure walking towards oh, yeah. the ring slowly, yes. and it's short, and I'm like, is that Ishii? I can't tell, like, I was like, I thought, it's short. I, I thought you know? for sure it was going to be Tomatong in the fucking firing squad. And then it's Tiger Hattori, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? It's Tiger Hattori who was walking out for the next like, match. I'm just here for the next match, I, I don't care that it's dark, I can see, and I'm like... Okay, then what the it's fuck like is that? Like, the lights go out and you just see Tiger. I think that was on purpose so people yeah. would see, not be distracted by, I guess, yeah. Jericho switching places. But <laughs> The lights go back on. It's Tiger. And Tori's like, Tiger's coming. He's and coming I'm like, uh, And he's like, hey, I'm here. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> oh, what's happening? Funny. And then, you know, <laughs> Pentagon gets up and... At first, I know you thought it was Tama, th- and so did I. I thought it was Tama. Is it just who he assumed? And then as we went on, it's like, oh, wait, no. This yeah, he takes the mask Jericho. off, and it's Jericho. So at first, like, this is awesome. I'm like, wow, Jericho's here. They set up some kind of Jericho Omega rematch. Champion versus champion, they New Japan. And I was like, oh, it's going to be awesome. This is totally unexpected. Totally different direction for both guys for the fall that I expected then Jericho then Jericho grabs the mic and says I'll see you on the Jericho cruise like you motherfucker Mm. you came here and beat this man up to fucking hype up your goddamn six man fucking tag on the fucking boat on the boat gotta get people on the boat gotta get them on the boat (laughs) I'm so angry just recapping that after that I wanted to get on the boat but I guess you don't want to go on the boat it's a fucking (laughs) six man tag who gives a shit it's not even it was just so Jericho to be on on a boat though 
I think Jericho just wanted to be on the show somehow, so... I was just so angry, because I thought at first, like, we're getting, like, a crazy, like, wow, King of Pro Wrestling... They can't do a title for title until New Japan doesn't, like, book the next title match until the next one is... I understand, but I thought they were setting up something... There's one already announced. Okay, I thought they were setting up something for New Japan. And that's when Omega's gonna lose the title, Okay, sure. But I was very confused because I thought it was still Pentagon. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? Why is he attacking again? And then people were like, it's Jericho, it's Jericho. And I was like, what? How do you know? How did people know that it was Jericho before he took the mask off? I guess his tattoos. Like, oh, I, maybe. I Everyone know. in my section knew it was, and I was yeah, like, how do people around me knew it was Jericho? So. All I can say is Jericho should dress up like Pentagon all the time. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he looks so great. much better than with that <laughs> clockwork orange. Yeah, face paint. I just like how I like does. how he his new thing now is like dressing up as people, people yeah. and to attack. Yeah, I don't know who he's gonna be, yeah. but uh, he's like the fucking Scooby Doo. Well, <laughs> Scooby Doo <laughs> monster of wrestling. Now. He would have gotten away with it. Oh, <laughs> he's getting away with it. Yeah, I know. There's no pesky. Got away with it. There's no pesky. to take out the young bucks once, and they take him out first, and be like you pesky kids. But now a little dog too, Cody. But now he is he attacked and beat the shit out of Kenny Omega, which was kind of a serious angle to set up a fucking joke match. Okay, yeah, it's no, 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 on no, no. a boat, John. But now you just fact it's on a boat. How do you he's, know it's a joke match? Because he, he's teaming with the Young Bucks. Oh. It's set up by, by a bunch of stupid segments of being the elite where they're like, whoa, we could never team together, could we? Not on land. So, like, it's a fucking... <laughs> no, that's what it was. I know, I know. Wait, is that really the bill? That was the bill? Yeah, not like, on land? Yeah. That was the bill. illegal, and then they hear the ocean or something. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> and they're that like, was wait the That was the bill. So, it's a fucking joke match with Jericho and the Bucks against, like, and Kenny Cody and... I don't know if it's Marty or Hangman. Somebody. But it's like, it's a fucking joke match. So, now, so Kenny came to the fuck Or, Jericho came to the fucking show, beat the, sh- the shit out of Kenny, and made a grudge again... Why are the Young Bucks teaming with him? They might make up for it. Uh, well, they'll probably you'll have to tune into being in the elite. Okay. Maybe everyone's personality changes when they're on the boat. <laughs> yeah. This is so Things stupid. Things are different when you're on the ocean. International. Well, yeah. uh, okay. So the next match the next was Okada and Okada and yeah. Marty. This match <laughs> to me would have been like really, really, really good if they just like took out five or ten minutes. Ten minutes. If they took minutes. out the first ten this minutes. This match went like twenty five minutes. It was twenty five minutes. Okay, did you, they I really need to cut I, it. I know like people are gonna make this joke and it is but to me it is awesome that Okada probably must have gotten there and been like yeah, I get 25 minutes for my match with the fucking junior heavyweight who flaps his arms like a bird. Like, that's what he did. He got there and said, I do 25-minute matches, motherfucker. I don't care that I'm there against the umbrella dipshit. We're doing 25 minutes. <laughs> well, I thought his walk to the ring was great with those fingers pointing yeah. at him, and then he just breaks both of them. I thought that was... Well, the finger thing was actually a long-term payoff yeah. for being the elite thing, which is one of the few being the elite uh, recurring segments I actually like with these... Weird two oh, off-screen yes, characters. The record, exactly. yeah, but they've been like everything now. Yeah, they've been like tra- athletic trainers, and I don't know. They, at one point, they were just two wrestling fans <laughs> in a, like a locker room with Colt. It's the only good, funny recurring bit on being the elite, honestly. But yeah, so the the big recurring bit here is Cody finally like broke their or not Cody Marty Scroll finally broke their fucking fingers when they uh, when they were coming into wag and talk off-screen. Who the fuck are they, by the way? Do you have any idea who's One of them is Cody, because you can hear it in, the, in their voice. Really? Okay. I wonder who the other one is. If you is. listen to the voices, the second one, 
Sounds exactly like Cody. Okay. <laughs> I guess I Cody, heard. like, doing a weird accent and, like, <laughs> I wonder who the other one is. It has to be one of the Young Bucks or something. I'm I don't sure, know which one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do like, those are my two favorite characters on Being Elite, honestly. But that might have been it for them. That might have been their big kill-off scene. Because <laughs> they're just fingers, so you yeah. break the fingers. But, yeah, um, so that was a cool little thing before Marty came out. Um, and then we had the actual match, which, again, the first ten minutes were fucking horrendous. Just it was awful. Boring. It was so fucking boring. Then... Just, like, all this fucking comedy with lifting him up, which is what I thought the... That's basically what my worst fear was for the match going in. But the rest of the match was good. So I can't that really... That part where Okada had him set up and then like went the two with his fingers. Yeah. Cold. And then Marty grabbed him and... Br- that, yeah. was, that was great. That was the 205 thing. Some, that was some guy, awesome. Some guy sitting next to me is really mad about that, by the way. He's like, that's so disrespectful. Like, buddy, it's fucking fake. <laughs> like, he was so angry. I'm like, no. Uh, they, this was a plan. This was a plan. I get it. He was so how do you say that about someone? <laughs> Put them on 205 line. It's not like the worst. The WWE has done such a good job getting this fucking thing over that, like, that, like yes, seriously offends people like, who he, suggest he, someone would go to that show. I hope they know that's where Ricochet is probably heading. But okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. I hope not. Um, um, well, that's what they did with Kenta, so. <laughs> anyway. Uh, two, but yeah, so I kind of did like the 205 finger pantomiming and. Marty like broke his finger. That was that was a cool spot. Um, yeah, that part where he hit Okada with the, the Rainmaker. Rainmaker. The crowd thought like he is not gonna pin the, Okada. The with fucking crowd. Look, the fucking crowd thought Marty was gonna win for yeah, a while. Felt like yeah. it's like guys, Marty score was not being Okada. maybe he could win, bit. and then they could announce he's going to heavy. Well, he can. He's he's challenging for the junior title. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah he can. Yeah. He was not going to win that match. If he wasn't in that, and maybe he could then make the move to heavyweight. And but he's a small fucking guy. In, but, yeah. yeah, but... Uh, pretty... I mean, look, I, I give him... I, I hate the guy, as, as far as the ring guy most of the time. But he he was super fucking over with this crowd. This crowd, the crowd loved, him. loved him more than anything else. And the end of this match was good. Like, I can't sit here and say it wasn't good. Like, the last ten minutes or so were really good. Um, you know, all the reversal stuff in the back and forth. When Dave gives it five stars. But you needed to cut off those first ten minutes. If you cut off those first ten minutes and give it to the next match, um, this would have been, the entire show would have been way better. Because as soon as, uh, Okada won, it played his music for like two two notes and then screamed for the main, the shot for the main event. I'm like, oh, okay. Because they had like no time left. They had literally. And, you know, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, I would go three and three quarters on this. I thought it was Same. good. I thought it was good by the end. I just would cut out like the first ten minutes. You have any thoughts on this, Carmen? No, that's it. Um, so as Carmen said, like the the music. So the music for Raven's Hero hits, and here's a long pause. And you were saying it's probably because they were back there, like we have eleven minutes. What the fuck are we gonna do? Cut out the heat. Cut out the heat segment. Like, they're cut all, out the heat segment. Like, they're all back there, like frantically trying to figure out like what they're gonna do. And what they just Fuck Okada to be <laughs> probably all saying, um, they just decided to basically pack like a half hour worth of spots into eleven minutes. It was fucking awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great yeah. so it was Rey Mysterio, was Rey Phoenix, and um, Bandito against the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. I really like the Young Bucks having Kota's colors on their tights. That was a really cool yeah, little thing. That was cool. Um, you know, cool little touch there. And then like as far as the match itself goes, I mean it just Fucking every single crazy dive I've ever seen. There was none of that like 
I guess they, you know what they probably did cut out? They probably cut out some fucking young buck bullshit. You know, like some wacky. Remember, like uh, for a longest time in Ring of Honor, like it seemed like every single match there's had to have some spot where like they somebody super kick each other, they super kick each other, or somebody got sprayed in the face for something, or somebody. No, I think what they probably cut out was probably Coda probably getting beaten down. Well, yeah, I think they cut out something wacky too, though. That's just my prediction. Like some wacky, because the Young Bucks love to do like some wacky spot in the middle of their match. But they, but they did a six one nine, which they had to do. Yeah, I'm happy about. They did the Melter Driver, so they did the. They did more bang for your. I don't know what they would call it with Coda. And yeah, yeah. It was like a three person more bang for your buck. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a crazy spot fest, which is exactly what, what I think people wanted, and what, wanted yeah. and what they expected and what they got. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't got. I, I would go with f- Rey Mysterio. I would say like four yeah. and a quarter, four yeah. and a half. Wow, it was awesome. Um, Bandito, Bandito was awesome. Yeah. American Indian superstar. Phoenix was awesome. I mean, Mysterio even did. Mysterio was great. Mysterio is good at his age, where he probably is probably like his body's probably really beat up. He, I thought he did. He did a lot of dives and stuff. Yeah, I mean. It might help that he does like mostly tag matches now, from what I see. Yeah. But, but, uh, but pretty soon hopefully we'll we still get that match with Liger, but I guess we'll see. Pro- probably pretty soon he might be back doing the WWE schedule, which mm. is always good for I an st- old man with a broken down body. It might sound like he still wants to do some stuff on the Indies uh, for a little while longer, but okay. I mean, I, I that's what I hope. But you know, whatever. Because he st- he st- still keeps saying he's going to have that match with Liger. So okay, when, when is that happening? I don't know. But uh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, very good show, I would say. It we was not. The post match. Uh... We'll talk about the post match in a second. But overall, thoughts on the show. Um, I thought they were. I thought it was a good show. Bordering on a very good show. It definitely was above my expectations. There was. To me, it was missing that one, like, cl- like classic match. Which, to me, I would have done a. Like, if I was booking this, I would have tried harder to book that. Like one really blow away match, but it's because that's what I want to see. So you know, it's I mean the crowd there clearly fucking like you know how many people did you hear say like it's the greatest show I've ever been to? I saw I heard like yeah. six or seven people. I heard so, a lot of people say yeah the people there really really loved it. So like that audience fucking loved it from start to finish. Um, I just thought there were too many shitty matches on the card for me to say it was like the greatest show ever or anything. It was like you know you still had that both the title matches. The fucking MJF thing, the Daniels ML thing, but like, yeah, I guess you know, there's four matches right there. I watch all these. Well, well you watch a lot of WWE pay per views. Those, those are much okay, worse. Look, look. I just said it was a really good. Look, this clearly blew away every okay. single WWE pay per view this year. Like, who the fuck are you kidding? All right. I'm. I said it was a very good show. I'm just. I'm explaining why to me it's not like an all time great show. Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean I. You know, compared to any, even SummerSlam, which I thought was you know decent, oh, this was still so much better than SummerSlam. I wouldn't go decent. That's way above <laughs> what I would go with. But I mean, I guess better than the rest. But that's like saying like I don't, I don't even know what it's. Yeah, like, like a kick in the balls is better than getting kick beheaded. The, I don't know. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, I mean, I didn't think anything on the show was as good as Brian Miz, but yeah. the rest of SummerSlam was. <laughs> there was nothing on the rest of SummerSlam that was as good as the main event here. Or even like Ken, Kenny and Penta, or I wasn't even that big uh, a fan of Brian Mills, but Hangman and uh, Joey Janela. So yeah, it had it had three four star matches. Yeah. It's pretty good, I guess. But 
Yeah, good show. Definitely well above my expectations going in if you listen to the preview show. But just as I told you, <laughs> I said it on that show. I had and you didn't believe me. But look, I came in with really low expectations, so if there's a reason I get on podcasts seven times, it's because <laughs> I know my shit. Okay. Yeah. So why do I, why am I hosting on them? Well, <laughs> thanks. Little do you know, I'm slowly taking oh, that one. Yeah, that's true. You did get credit for the last one. I did get credit for the last one, so <laughs> watch out. Um, okay, so post-show. After the paper went off the air, and I just... As soon as the pinfall was counted, like, yeah. entertainment. <laughs> yeah, we saw the thing on there. Over. Um, I think they said, what, three seconds? Three seconds yeah. before the pay-per-view ended, they got the pinfall. Yeah. So, um, they basically just did a big speech in the ring. Um, there's probably video footage of it online already, but, you know, they basically were like, all that stuff about how no one owns pro wrestling, everybody yeah, owns pro wrestling. I remember a lot. Um, you know, all the stuff about how they want to stick together, they want there to be an all in two. Cody said something about like double, or or nothing. double or nothing. So, Which, okay. I, when, when he someone... said that, Nick walked up and was like, 20,000? Like, he didn't say it. <laughs> well, I think that was planned. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I thought it was too. It was, it was just funny. Um, I mean, where the fuck do we even go to 20,000 seat venue in, in America now? Mm. Like, sta- like Staples Center, I think, maybe? Maybe. But a lot United of those buildings Center? are like. I know Staples Center, WWE. Yeah, WWE. They, they said them not no, to do WWE it. only. Yeah. I was like, okay, you guys have fun with this. <laughs> we only like shitty shows now. Why, why would you? Maybe if they hear about this, maybe they'll change their mind, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume. I mean, look, they already said that this is. They've literally said that the reason why we're getting the Ring of Honor New Japan show at the MSG is because of the show. Yeah. Like, that changed the conversation of what's possible, basically. So I assume we're going to see more of these bigger shows going forward. The interesting question to me will be, like, how much is too much, you know? Yeah. Like, New Japan right now is learning that, like, this last Long Beach show is, like, too much. Yeah. So... Well, they got to go to other states. I know. I know. I'm I'm just saying. Like, if, if if they came back or all in two in Chicago, would it sell out again? Mm, I think maybe. Maybe. But if they went to a 20,000-seat building. Probably I not, no. Yeah. If but, they went to a 10,000, maybe. Yeah. If they did it once a year. Yeah. I mean, I but, think you uh, could do this once a year and it's probably sell out. But I don't know if I would go again. It's an interesting question. Would yeah. you go again? No. Really? You just did it once a I year? I was talking with Aaron Bentley tonight, and we both agreed. We said we had a great time, and we're glad that we came... But we would not go to All In Two, yeah. even if it was even if it was closer. Well, if it was in New York, I would go. <laughs> yeah. That's a, obviously a different story. Maybe but if they announced like an unbelievable match, I had to see. But the, but the tickets would be sold. If I yeah, if I had to travel anywhere, I would not go. I just think it's not my style of wrestling. Yeah. So even though I had a good time, and this one, it's very much like the first one. It's never yeah. been done, and the crowd was like. You know the next time the crowd wouldn't be as Yeah, high. the crowd's not going to be You know like, the next time it'd be, you uh, know. It won't ever be the first one, and I think the first one has a, a bit of special nature to it that makes it a little see, bit... See, I'm, I'm a little more open to traveling a little bit. Like, New York, I would go for sure. Um, if it was, like, somewhere in that little Amtrak corridor, I might go. Like, if it was D.C. or Philly. Yeah, maybe. Like it was somewhere I could get to it. Like getting on a plane, I I would consider it. Wrestling hotbed, Washington D.C., <laughs> Baltimore. Well, Baltimore, you could do it. Ring of runs all those shows. Connecticut. Yeah, but um, I mean, I would not go. I, if it was in Chicago, I would not come out here for this again. Um, basically, everything Taylor said that like it was a cool thing to do once, 
I had a great time, but, um, you know, I just don't feel any need to do it again. Especially when next year I'm going to Japan again. So, you're also going to Japan again, Taylor. I am. Yeah. And I think we... Who, who told me tonight there? Oh, I think Kelly is going. So, Kelly yeah, from, probably from Voice of Wrestling. You're, you're, well, I don't know if you're going the same time as me now. Yeah. You might but be. But I probably am. Okay. But yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so, we'll, you know, good show. Don't know if we'd do it again. Probably wouldn't unless it was close, basically. Oh, do you agree with that? With the... Yeah, probably. Um, I don't, I'm interested to hear, like, how it came off on tape. Like, when I was looking, I was trying to scroll through the timeline to see what people thought of it. And it seemed to be the consensus was, like, pretty good show. You know, to, like, good show. Yeah, so, I think that was the consensus was enjoyable show. Yeah, so... And again, I, I really think a lot of it comes down to just, like, fucking clean finishes. I think you just need to have... Mm-hmm. You need to have matches it's with... so refreshing. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Because even New Japan is doing, you know... Yeah, even New Japan has done some DQ bullshit. And, like, I don't know. I'm just so fucking sick of... Like, I don't know how people sit there every month and watch, like four hours of it and are like yes give me some more of this even the NXT even now crowds it's not like, wanting to be there <laughs> NXT give me give me more themselves. give me more of a man running off of stage and hitting his knee to, to lose a fucking street fight or a last man standing match even more I still say that's not as dumb as freaking out that because someone is standing where he's having stress as you and, like, I don't know it's, just, it's pretty it close you frozen in fear like what if like do they have like when they like go to shows in Japan, do they say warning? Do not wear the Oscar mask when she comes out. She'll like freak out and won't be able to wrestle because you know, like that was just so like put me in such a fucking rage when that happened. Anyway, that's different, different topic. But the point is, clean finishes are a big deal. I really think they make shows a lot better. And the other thing is like that. Whatever you think of that being the elite show, it clearly is over to a lot yeah. of people because people were reacting to every single little thing that referenced it on the show. So. But yeah, I guess we can wrap it up here. Wow, mm. under an hour. That's like a mm. new Omakase record. Mm. So. Yeah, just about. Well, it always we... happens when I'm on. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's also like 2 in the morning. Yeah, so. it is. And we have to... I still have to edit this bad boy and I gotta go to bed. Yeah. But, so I'll put this out and I guess... I don't know what this will be this week's episode. Maybe I'll just be like a bonus and... Special edition. Yeah, do another one. I don't know. Maybe I won't feel like doing another one though. So maybe it'll be the week after. But yes, thank you for listening as always. Uh, Taylor Quinlan, you want to plug your stuff? What am I going to plug? Your fucking Twitter, dumbass. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> at I'm underscore, underscore not underscore Quinlan. Just Q-U-I-N-L-A-N. There yeah. you go. Um, Taylor, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Taymambo, T-A-M-A-I-M-B-O. Yeah. I tweeted twice tonight. I said I only tweet once a week, but I tweeted <laughs> twice tonight. All right. So there you go. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Wrestle Omikaze. Wrestling would not fit, so it's Wrestle Omikaze. Um, I don't know what the next show is going to be, folks. I haven't done anything like that yet. I need to go home and sleep for like 15 hours, probably. But we'll figure something out. We always do. Um, thank you if you're listening. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, of course you're listening. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear me say thank you. And we will see you next time. See you on the Jericho Cruise. <laughs> see you on the Jericho Cruise. See you.